0: Please take a moment to rate this and all the shows on the Geek Therapy Network on iTunes. You can find the network by visiting geektherapy.com slash iTunes on a Mac or iOS device, or search for Geek Therapy Network on iTunes. Thank you. Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. I'm Josue Cardona with Alima Tu, Hey. And Lauren Keller. Hello. Laura Taylor is not here because she's celebrating her birthday.
1: Happy birthday.
0: Happy birthday, Laura. She's so old. (laughs) Uh, She'll be back next week. (laughs) All right. So for a quick community catch-up, thank you to everyone. Community catch-up. I need to just pause because he interrupts me every time. Uh, thank you to everybody for, for all those iTunes reviews. Keep them coming, we'll keep reminding you. We had a new episode of Headshots this week where Kelly and I discussed the idea of peer review in the video game world. It's very interesting. Actually inspired by a conversation with Lauren a long time ago. Maybe you don't remember. It's okay. But it's true. What <laughs> oh, <laughs> Okay.
1: You're welcome. <laughs>
0: On our blog, uh, Pearl Board Games, we have a few new posts on two games. One is called Resistance, and the other one is Pandemic Legacy. Uh, Starship Therapies had technical difficulties this week, so they just released a blooper reel
2: instead of an episode. Did so. they have problems with their inertial, uh, inertial dampeners, or the, was it the warp core? What was going on? Tribbles. Tribbles will mess things up.
0: <laughs> to anyone who hasn't listened to Starship Therapies, they, they practically do the whole show in character. Like, they're actually on a Starship Therapies it's It's really funny, so the episode starts like a distress call like they they couldn't it's pretty funny I, I suggest uh, people check it out and last thing we've been talking about how we've uh, been selected as a take this ambassador, which means that we are partnering with take this to be responsible about mental health on Twitch and we now have a team on twitch so there's a page where you can see all of the take this ambassadors for for this year and all of our streams are in one place all of our channels so i'll put a link to that that's pretty cool because now you can see everybody in in the same place never been part of a team on twitch before
2: that's awesome where where will people be able to um catch that
0: i'll put the i'll put the link in the in the show notes but it's twitch.tv slash teams slash take this ambassadors nice yeah yeah, and then every time one of us streams, you'll see a tag for our team there. So then you can click on that and see see all our team members. It's yeah, Josue,
2: cool. the geek therapy community has been representing. Man, we've been busy. We've yeah. been very busy. A lot's a lot's happening. This community catch up. There's a lot to catch up. It gets longer every week, right? Yeah, it's
0: pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but that's it for the for the uh, community catch up. So now to today's topic, which today's is something. Uh, today's topic is something that I, I take very, very, very seriously, which is the idea of finding a therapist or finding a medical professional in general. But, uh, we'll, we'll probably stick closer to talking about finding a therapist. And, uh, you know, recently I was talking to someone about all the different therapists here on the Geek Therapy Network. I specifically mentioned Lara and, and you, Ali. And one thing I told them was like, listen, my, my good friends, Lara and Ali, I, I have no idea if they're good therapists. <laughs> and, and I wouldn't recommend them as therapists either. And and I have many reasons why I, I would or wouldn't recommend someone uh, as a therapist. But basically, like, I've, I've never seen you practice. I've never been in the room with you. And so the only way I would recommend a therapist is someone, like, sincerely recommend a therapist is if I had worked with them, like, they were my therapist or if I had supervised them. And so, uh, again, we can get into some of the other reasons later. We probably will but uh i've had i've had a lot of bad therapists and that are not good experiences and i've heard many horror stories from people about
2: finding therapists so many horror stories Ooh, man. <laughs> oh man so many i've heard so many horror stories about trying to find a therapist i've been a part of those horror stories i've experienced those horror stories trying to f- help someone else find a therapist or trying to find a therapist myself i have worked with someone who was in or worked with many people who were in really unhelpful sometimes maybe harmful uh therapies in the past it's oh yeah it is um uh it's a very difficult world to navigate
0: i like that you said that you were part of the horror stories which makes it sound like probably so many people have horror stories where you're the main character (laughs) There are probably stories like that starring me too, <laughs> because oh yeah. Even though I'm saying find a good therapist, like what what is actually a good therapist? We can we can get into that in a, in a minute. So so you know you know what I mean. So uh, I know what you mean. <laughs> so really, what sparked this episode? The idea for this episode is a scene from a show called Atypical on Netflix. The first episode of the second season, our protagonist is looking for a new therapist. And for the first time in my life, I've seen on a TV show represent those horror stories that we were talking about. He goes looking for a new therapist because of what happens in, in, his, in the first season, he can't see the therapist he was seeing before. And so with the first therapist, like he's just being himself. He's like, he's reached this really deep insight into something using something that he really cares about. Hashtag geek therapy. And. The therapist is so patronizing. He says something like, that's a really cool story there, buddy. (laughs) Like, it was just so horrible. And then he also has like these really, really huge, bushy eyebrows. (laughs) So, so the kid, like, it just, it's just not working for him. After that, he goes and sees what I'm going to call the cool guy therapist. <laughs> this guy's laying down and like tossing something up and down. And he's like, yeah, man, you know, like, so I wouldn't even call it therapy. I would call it like rap time with a friend and then fist bumps him. <laughs> and the, the kid immediately is like, no, this is not going to work. And he stands up and leaves. <laughs> After that, he sees a, an older woman who is very uh, bohemian, like a, like a hippie. And she just doesn't say a single word. She just listens to him and stays completely quiet. (laughs) And he just stares
2: at her like he's waiting for her to say something. She doesn't because she's just listening. All of these are are like real cliches. This is so, no, it's all, I know these people.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, so good. And uh, and then the final one, um, he describes it to his mom as uh, uh, the doctor was, uh, wouldn't stop wiggling her nose and and eating carrots. So when we huh? <laughs> actually see it from his point of view, he actually uh, just sees a rabbit. Like it's just a rabbit twitching its nose. It's um, it's very funny.
2: The the writers of this show clearly have had bad experiences fighting therapists and very real experiences. Oh, this is man. so realistic.
0: Oh man, <laughs> each of them. I was like they. In like 30 seconds, they, they touched on some of the biggest cliches <laughs> in therapy. Oh, man. And how many? Oh, yeah. Oh, they're so, oh, so hard to watch. So, so I'm curious, like from the point of view as a, as a client, do any of you have any horror stories that you'd be willing to share uh, before we get into kind of like maybe tips or, or what actually worked <laughs> to find someone who, you know, like some, some celebratory stories before we get to that? Any horror stories you want to share?
2: I have more horror stories on the other side of the couch. Um, where you're the main yeah where you're the monster. <laughs> uh, uh, where well where I'm involved in a process that's probably not for the best, but um the <laughs> the longest treatment I've been in when I was in therapy lasted close to 5 years and I got to say that experience was pretty darn positive. Um, I had a, a great therapist that I really connected with.
0: Most disappointing horror story
2: ever. I know, I know. <laughs> There's not much horror there at all. Uh, one time, his uh, his complimentary tea station in the waiting room. He was out of tea. That happened once. Um, I had a pretty good therapist. I really liked this guy. But but I should back up and say the whole the reason I found him. I was in a clinical psychology. Graduate program. I asked the director of our program to help me find a therapist. And he's like, I know someone who's going to be a good fit for you. And he connected me with this person. So I sort of bypassed a lot of the horror that is involved in trying to find a therapist. And um, someone who knows a ton of therapists was able to kind of cherry pick someone who'd be a good fit for me.
0: I know a whole bunch of therapists, and it's really hard for me to recommend one. (laughs) Lauren, do you have any horror stories?
1: Not. I've had like a disappointing experience where my therapist really wanted to focus on uh, talking about polyamory. Mm -hmm. Because I am polyamorous. That wasn't really what I wanted to talk about. And I didn't want to spend time trying to explain it. Mm -hmm. And it was sort of frustrating to be in that position and be like, well, okay, before we can actually get to the therapeutic part, I have to, like, prove that my sexual and romantic identity is, like, valid and exists. And it's like, that's tiring and not what I want to do during therapy. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, other than that, generally pretty good.
0: Yeah, that happens so much. That happens a lot where people are like, oh, so... Oh, so you're gay? So let's let's talk about that. It's like, what? What? Oh, so you're polyamorous? Like, well, you know, like because obviously they, there may be curiosity, but I think a lot of times it's there's definitely some judgment there. Like they think uh, that yeah, that's,
1: this was definitely right. a judgment thing. Right. It's like, oh, this, th- yeah, this is a symptom of your your bigger problem, right? And I'm like, no, no, a no. Symptom? They think
2: <laughs> it's, they think it's the cause.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> hey.
2: Hsuai, you seem like you got a few stories that you like to get off your chest. Um, yeah. So
0: I've had, I I have five. This is
1: therapy for you right now. Tell us who hurt you.
0: <laughs> probably one of the ones that, one of the ones that frustrated me the most. Uh, I was, I was dealing with, um, some serious anxiety issues. And so I, I went to see a therapist and the first thing I told him was like, listen, like anxiety is my expertise and this is my clinical training these are my certifications like this is this is what i do but so i i want to work with someone on this you know someone else so then he goes and he takes out a piece of paper and starts drawing how anxiety works and Ugh. like anxiety one on one but then he does it in a way where like he was saying other words but what he what i understood was this is the 12th time I've done this today and the 1,000th time I've done this this year and I am so <laughs> bored and tired and I'm thinking about Aww. something else and I really want to get out of here and I can't believe that I'm doing this again and why did I make these life choices and what am I doing here and who is this person in front of me? Oh, man. It was really bad. By the end of it, I was kind of like the kid in Atypical where I was like, yeah, this, this is not going to work like at all. This is There's no way <laughs> that this is going to work. That one was really frustrating like as a as as a therapist seeing a therapist. That one was I mean I guess it would have bugged uh anybody. That's probably that's probably like the one I'm I feel most comfortable talking about, you know. It's it's uh, <laughs> I guess none of these are really horror stories. They're just uh like wh- why what what is happening?
2: Well, so I think you, we, I think we in this conversation need to back up and define what um, good therapist is because that's something that uh, you're bringing up here, Josue, is you don't know if so-and-so is a good therapist or not. So what the heck does that mean, good therapist? Yeah. I mean, uh,
0: the irony to all this is, right, all of the things that I, that I, think are the check boxes, right, that I think that would make a good therapist, uh, don't, um, or an effective therapist. Like, to me, a good therapist is an effective therapist.
2: Right. Right. But that's, well, what does that mean?
0: Well, like, exactly. To me, that means if I go in with a problem, you're helping me solve that problem. Okay. You're helping me overcome my symptoms. You're helping me get
2: better. So like, meet, that's it. meet the goals that you have.
0: Well, like, the goals, no, get better. Because sometimes you come in with one goal, but really, your goals are like, I want to... Uh, what's what are some things I've heard? Like I want my wife to do what I say. Like,
2: that, could, that might be your goal, and that's not really what we're what we're gonna do. Right, right, <laughs> wow. right, right, right. Uh, like, or or a big one that I hear in my job all the time is I don't want to feel anxiety anymore, and I'm like, well, spoiler alert, it's an emotion that's always gonna be there. Exactly, and it's like we re- reframe that, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm going to help you to face the situations that are difficult for you and learn how to cope. That's not the goal. There, g- No one is coming to see me with that goal of, uh, Dr. Matu, I want you to help me learn how to cope with these difficult situations. No, but...
1: Dr. Matu, c- can you just turn me into a robot, please?
2: <laughs> I would like to be a robot. I- I'd be like, I- if I had that treatment, yeah, sure. I'd love to help you become a <laughs> robot. That sounds great. Um, so it's... so. It's not necessarily help you meet your goal, but the therapist will work with you to develop a goal that's realistic and reasonable that will help you to feel less of the bad stuff, more of the good stuff, and do more of what you want something like that i wouldn't I wouldn't say it
0: like that, no, not necessarily. How would you define it? How would you define? therapy
1: yeah
2: so um, I've got I've got a lot of pet peeves myself so one is um, is the person Doing a treatment that um, has evidence and data behind it um, For different uh, for one disorder there might be a few different treatments that have been shown to be effective But are, are they doing something that has scientific backing behind it? Is there an evidence base behind it? That's number one um, So that's the effective part number two is are they not an asshole? <laughs> Do can can the two of you work well together so someone might know um the best most um uh, most gold standard treatments that are out there but they might be very very bad at connecting with you and there's a ton of research about how important the relationship is between um a client or a patient, whatever you want to call them, and a therapist. And if that relationship is not strong, if it's not um, if it's not healthy, it, if you don't feel heard, if you don't feel understood, um, just like the robot apparently you were talking to, Josue, in that therapy session, um, you're not going to get anywhere. So a lot of of it for me is: Do they know what they're talking about? Do they have evidence behind it? And um, are they? Helping to create a relationship that's going to be productive.
0: So, so creating a relationship that's going to be productive and working with someone that you get along with or is not an asshole are, are different things. They can be. Yeah, because you can go to the nicest person who's yeah. the most garbage therapist in the world. Yeah, yeah, and and, and you're yeah. like, I just love talking to her. Like she listens to me, or he's such a good listener. It's like, yeah, but you're not you're not doing therapy, man. Like you're just totally. going to to talk to someone. Like so, uh, th- this is always funny to me uh, because I studied REBT, which is Rational Emotive Behavior Therapist, designed and like like spearheaded by Albert Ellis, the asshole therapist. Right. Right. The reason why he gets that reputation, it's like if you started talking, you're like, "Well, like earlier today, I was." He's like, "No, no, 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 no!" Like, shut up, cut the bullshit. <laughs> let's go. Let's go to the problem. Like, we're here to work. Let's do this. It's like in RBT, they're like, "You can." Like, they believe in one session, you can actually do something that's meaningful, right? But that's because they go right to the point. It's very. It's funny. I was gonna say clinical, but it's like surgical, <laughs> right? It's like we're looking for this. All right, we found this. Now we're working on this, and we move on. Right? It isn't. It, it's it's very um, it's very blunt in that way.
2: Well, that's what I mean by it, it being a productive relationship. Um, it, it it's not about feeling good in the session with the other person, but it's about working with someone who's going to help you move along to where you want to be.
0: And in my opinion, that person could be an asshole, or you could perceive that person to be an asshole because they don't you just don't get along yeah. or there could be a million reasons or yeah. they could literally be like, no, 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 Like, we're not going to talk about what you want to talk about right now. We're going to actually talk about the
2: problem. <laughs> and that rubs people a, 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 the wrong way. Well, it, it kind of makes me think of Gary Vaynerchuk um, or mm-hmm. Vaynerchuk. Vayner, Vayner- Vaynerchuk. Vaynerchuk. Chuck boy I just butchered that sorry Gary if you're listening to this podcast um, but he, he's not a therapist by any means um, at all <laughs> but he is like 99% REBT. he is like yeah yeah he's, well he's he, so he out comes to mind yeah so and, and this is this is one of my pet peeves with therapy is it's so secretive it's it's hard to describe these things because there's no point in point of reference but oh, a bunch of you have probably seen um, a Gary V video and one of the things about him is he has a way of eliciting certain emotions out of you. And if you watch enough of his content, something he's trying to do is he's trying to be a Trojan horse for mental health in many ways, helping people to get over the the, the thoughts and ideas and emotions that might be holding him back and helping them move forward and, and, and meet their goals. But he's he's rough. He's not, he's not hand-holdy. And sometimes that's what you need. And other points in time, you might need something else. If you're going through really complicated grief, maybe that's not the kind of thing you're looking for, or maybe that's not the kind of thing you need. And here's the other thing that complicates all of this. I think at certain points in your life and your context and and where you are, you you might need and benefit from one type of therapist, but that same type of therapist at another point in your life might not be helpful.
0: Yeah. I mean, it gets super complicated. Um, but I, I do want to look at some kind of so, some more media examples and kind of go into more examples of uh, of what we're talking about. But before we do that, Lauren, I'm curious. Do you have any questions about what we're talking about that you think that might be nutty, not necessarily for you, but like that might be helpful for other people?
1: Do I have questions of you guys? Um, is there an online resource for finding... For finding people, so maybe you can not waste your time with shitty therapists that you're not going to get along with, and how to how to you know find out theoretical backgrounds and stuff like that.
0: So there are many online databases, but they're not necessarily super helpful <laughs> because they will help you find uh, someone in your area or that has your insurance, and then lots of them. It's like it's like you have a tweet. Length or of, uh, of uh, information in your in your bio that you can kind of uh, provide, and then even if if you this is something a lot of people do, they just mark down a whole bunch of theoretical orientations when they yeah. actually don't
2: have the training or the certifications. I in them. hate that. I hate yeah. that. I hate yeah. that so much. Or yeah. Husway, they might say that they like treat everything that they're an expert in mm-hmm. like Not twenty yeah. things. Yeah. Yep. And I'm like that I that's not. Those a are thing. red flags. Those you, are red flags. You can't be an expert in like 20 things. So Lauren, there are, you can't trust them. <laughs> That's a very big frustration for me. A, a good friend of mine just uh, two weeks ago reached out to me and said, I'm looking for someone in this city. And I was like, uh, I don't know anyone there. And as Husway said, even if I know someone, I don't know if they're going to be a good fit for you. And so you go to these resources and you try to make heads and heads or tails of, of it all and try to like read between the lines and see if someone might possibly be a good supporter uh, support uh, for them.
0: Oh, I had a a family member who told me like, look, this is, this is who I can use with my employee assistance program. I have these eight to choose from. Uh, What do you think? So I went in, I did all the research. I looked, I looked at their website. I was like, this one, this one, definitely this one for what you're going for. This is what you need. This person went there and then it was like 45 minutes after the appointment was supposed to start. The therapist comes out and says like, Who are you? <laughs> and she's like, Uh, I had a I had an appointment. So like, Oh, uh yeah, I can't see you. Uh-huh. Um I don't have that on my schedule and was like it had a very uh not good attitude about it. <laughs> I
1: was like, uh-huh. And that was the, that was after me like
0: doing my my due diligence, you know, as as much as I could. It was really bad because, like, after that experience, like, you don't you don't want to go back. Like, who messed up the the scheduling? I I don't know, but you didn't have to be like that about it. Ah, oh, no, it's pretty bad.
1: I think I think it's important to recognize that therapists are people, and so keep that in mind in in two directions. One, that might mean that, you know, you have an awkward first interaction or they say something weird and it doesn't really sit well with you, but they didn't really mean it that way. And it just, you know, needs to be sort of sussed out. But then also like the other direction where it's like, you're just not going to get along and you shouldn't like waste time trying to make something work when you're not really going to be able to trust the person to care for your mental health in the way that you need to.
0: 100%. 100%. Like don't if you if you can get out, like if it doesn't feel good Oh, like, it, it's complicated, but, like, I, I completely agree with what you said. Like, part of the the idea of therapist dating, right, of the, like, try out a few therapists, see, see, see who's best. Like, and that's almost impossible for most people to do yes. or for a number yes. of reasons because of the system we have. Yes. Like, most people can't do that. But if you could, that would be the ideal way to do it. Check out a few therapists in the area. Two clicks. Do a few, you know... One hour uh, consultations, and then and then choose somebody. But yeah, if like it takes a bad turn, like someone starts focusing on your polyamory when we didn't even bring it up, we just like check the box on a on an assessment form, and that's not why we're here. Then, and they're not getting off of that. Then yeah, like
2: a couple a couple things about that. Um, so number one, I think that's a difficult idea for a lot of people to digest because it's it, if you have a broken arm. You're probably not going to be shopping for different physicians to um, to address your broken arm, right? So that's that's kind of the model we have: is you trust. That when you go to a hospital, that the people are well credentialed, that they're doing evidence-based medicine, and they're going to solve your problem. You know, I might go to a doctor and say, oh, yeah, my uh, my arm hurts. I think I broke a broke an arm. And they'll be like, no, actually, it's this other problem. They'll fix it. You, you you kind of trust in that whole process, right? But we don't have that parallel in mental health.
0: And yet in, in medicine –
2: it's not uncommon to hear people say, did you get a second opinion? For, for major stuff, yeah. yeah. For major stuff, yeah. absolutely. Um, but the other thing here is first sessions... Quite, they can be quite difficult. A lot of therapists want that first session to be a background um, and evaluation session where you really go through a lot of your life history. And there might be something called like a differential diagnostic uh, assessment where they ask you a lot of questions to try to pinpoint what's happening for you when diagnosis fits you. And so if you have. Um, experience going through trauma, or if you are talking about um, experiences that are quite painful, it can be very difficult to bring that up two, three different times with different people who you're meeting for the first time. This is one of my biggest frustrations with the way this job works. We ask people to tell us some of the hardest, most difficult, um, painful, shameful, like tough stuff the very first time we meet them it's like hi okay nice to meet you come on in so everything we're going to be talking about is confidential except for this and this and this thing but don't worry about that too much now let's talk about your deepest darkest secrets you know it's it's hard and if you've gone through a lot of hard difficult experiences it is much more um much more difficult to do that with multiple people
0: lauren any other questions
1: uh, I think, I think we should we should do media examples because I mean I can I can come up with more questions. I am an eternal student. I will always have more questions. But I also <laughs> want to talk about media. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sounds good. So let's take a quick break and then come back with Media Matters. All month long, we're asking that you please take a moment to rate every show on the Geek Therapy Network on iTunes. That's right, all of them. We really think it'll help us reach more people like you if we have more ratings on itunes it'll also help our newest shows like goblin lore hero nation and here comes a thought which are just starting out you can visit geektherapy.com itunes and the link will take you to a page on itunes where you'll find all of our shows but this only works if you're on an ios device like an iphone or an ipad or on a mac otherwise just go to itunes on a pc and search for geek therapy network we're at 15 shows and still growing every rating helps and if you want to leave a review that's even better Again, we're asking that you please rate as many GT Network podcasts on iTunes as you can. Just search for Geek Therapy Network on iTunes. Oh, and if you rate us from one of your family or friends' accounts, that'll be great too. Thank you. All right, so let's do a Media Matters segment. Lauren, you sound like you have some examples.
1: I do. I came prepared this week. Ooh. My first example is a TV show called Shrink, which came out in 2017. It was a CISO original, which um, CISO doesn't exist anymore, but you can still watch the episodes on NBC, which I checked because I watched some of the episodes earlier today, so I could reference them. (laughs) Uh, It has examples of uh, training to be a therapist requires supervision hours. And so trying to find a supervisor, it talks about that. Um, it talks about uh, having a client. <laughs> and this is a, a like a comedy show. It, it is very funny. And so there there is an instance in which one of the main character, David, uh, one of David's clients is like, oh yeah, I have another therapist. And he's sort of like, hurt and taken aback by this it's like well why why and she says that um it's like i i have two therapists i have you and the one i talk to about the stuff that i don't want to talk to you about (laughs) and i just that it's very funny to think about that (laughs) it's like i like you but not not quite enough to get into the the really weird stuff so i have a second therapist for that That's Um, that's great And then it also has an episode that deals with the idea of breaking up with your therapist. And um, it's really interesting because uh, you are seeing it from the perspective of, of the therapist um, as opposed to the client. But um, it's, it's well done and it, it really addresses the idea of like, you know, I like you, but I don't feel I'm you know making the strides I need to be making on my mental health journey. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's my shrink example. I have I have more examples, but I think someone else should go now.
0: I know. Obviously, Ali is never going to watch that show, but I want to I want uh, <laughs> <it>. to
2: <laughs> um, I have not heard of that show, but I'm also not surprised because I, I f- yeah I'm I feel not like, in market. But
1: yeah, I feel like you guys I mean, I know Ali you probably won't watch it, but I do feel like if you did watch it, you would enjoy it. It's um, I think it's eight episodes long total. So it's not super long. And it, it tells a really satisfying arc. Like for a one season show that got canceled, it, it, you know, it doesn't leave a big cliffhanger. It has a, an emotionally satisfying ending.
2: I want to hear more examples that you have. I can, I can give one. Um, okay. I've, 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 only got two. <laughs> okay. Um, and so I'll, I'll do, um, let me do one. Um, so this one's a very surprising one for me and it's Frasier. So Frasier is a psychoanalyst. So Um, He and I would not agree at all on how to work with people. I am very much a behavioralist. Um, In the world of cognitive behavioral therapy, I am a small C and a big B when it comes to uh, working with folks. So he and I are sort of on polar opposites of of all of this. But the reason I mention him is, um, number one, he was uh, one of the first therapists I saw on TV as a kid growing up, first in Cheers and then later in uh Frasier the spin-off show which was went on for a super long time but more importantly the reason i bring him up is um i think a big a big thing i'm trying to do in my life and career is give away everything i know um a, about mental health about psychology because i think it's so hard to access and i think that's such a big Problem when it comes to trying to find a therapist and there's so much that we that people don't know about this whole system and all that sort of stuff. I love the idea that Fraser Crane as a therapist had this radio show and would just give away his knowledge and his experience freely to the masses. I think we're doing a little bit of that right here on the podcast. And um, I love that idea. And I always admired that about uh, that character and find that uh, inspirational.
1: Cool.
0: What's your other one? Uh,
2: my other one is a recommendation that comes from you, my friend. Oh. And that is the therapist in I Kill Giants. Um, mm. Probably one of my favorite uh, fictional representations of a therapist. There's not much I can say about the book, that uh, wouldn't ruin it for folks who haven't seen it and or haven't read it. And I have not read the uh, – or I've, I keep missi- mixing up my verbs here. I have uh, not seen the movie it's based on. Zoe Saldana plays the therapist in the movie. But in the graphic novel, what's so cool about the therapist is she's working in the school and um, she's doing some geek therapy herself and just a caring – relationship where she does exactly what we were talking about helping the person um to get to where they need to be love that character
0: we've, we've talked a lot about uh i kill giants in the past we did a whole episode on it once and we even did it as a gt book club earlier this year i like miss what's her name miss
2: i'm looking at it, it right now. now my monitor yeah. is sitting on top of i kill giants and i, I don't I forget i her forgot name. her name yeah,
0: yeah. And regarding Frazier on Jedi Council, they love Frazier. They talk about Frazier all the time. They recently, <laughs> <did> like, <laughs> they recently did a whole episode on, on Frazier. I think it was a couple months ago. Uh, Lauren, you had more examples.
1: I do. I have uh, another TV example with Crazy Ex Girlfriends, mm-hmm. which has talked about therapy in uh, all three seasons. But um, they actually have a couple of songs that are specifically about therapy and uh, mental health, which I really love. Um, particularly the most recent one from from the third season, Doctor Noelle Acopian, who is Rebecca, the main character, uh, Rebecca's therapist, and she sings <laughs> she sings a song called "This Session Is Going to Be Different," and it's about um, Rebecca has been like just a terrible client since day one and <laughs> and doesn't listen to dr Acopian at all and consistently like mishears what she is saying to do the like bad idea thing that she wants to do. And so it says like, she calls in and leaves a message where it's like, I'm finally ready to talk about all this stuff and be open and honest and talk about my dad and and like <laughs> really get into this. And then Dr. is singing about like, this one's going to be different. She's finally going to like, let me in and we can finally help her. It's, it's a fun song. I really enjoy it. And mm-hmm. that character is great.
0: One of the things I love most about that show is as, as, as crazy as it is, <laughs> they have these moments, right? Like what you just just described, that are. Man, I'm glad that they like take the time to show them and make fun of them and sing about them so that we can see them in, in different ways, like getting a diagnosis and then getting another diagnosis and that feeling and how good it feels. Right. <laughs> like
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, the other, the other song that you mentioned is the, um, a diagnosis song where Rebecca gets a new diagnosis and mm-hmm. she's very excited about that and how many new opportunities that gives her. And, um, S- small spoilers, but she's she's diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, and she's meeting with her n- her new additional therapist, um, whose name I'm forgetting. But he's like, don't look up borderline personality disorder until we have had time to sit down and talk about it
0: <laughs> that's perfect that's so and good. so the
1: first thing she does of course is she goes into the bathroom and she googles it of on course. her phone <laughs> <laughs> and then freaks out about it because she's like it's the worst one <laughs> 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 so, like, <freaking> out. <laughs> <laughs> and she comes in and she comes in with all of this like you know quote unquote technically correct but like really not useful information about borderline personality disorder. And she's like spewing it onto the doctor. And he's like, I told you not to look it up. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you do? And she's like, I looked it up. <laughs> but yeah, I really, that's, it's a great show. And the and the music is so fun. Yeah.
0: Oh man, those are, those are really good. Um, What do you got this way? Well, I, I, I've talked enough, so I'm not going to bring up uh, any more. Oh, examples. I want one! Give, give us one!
2: Give us one! Give us one that 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 you really like.
0: That I really like.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there's so few.
2: <laughs> so, I know so, you're an in treatment guy. I know you like in treatment.
0: So, uh, no. Uh, so, I do. I do like in treatment, but maybe, but not necessarily the therapist. Um <laughs> you like everything the, else but the therapy the, the therapist <laughs> Yeah I mean I can enjoy a show and and you know and not agree with what I'm seeing Uh no the atypical example was like is what sparked this whole conversation and I think that over the years when especially when we were 100% focused on on mental health uh there was this like a sense of responsibility I think you and I have talked about this Ali right a sense of responsibility to to kind of talk about certain things and one of the things that um, Laura and I have, have always done is kind of look at fictional therapists and see if their representation is good or bad and use them as 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 a conversation starter for good or bad real life uh, therapy and at some point I f- I felt like I was like <sighs> the th- like therapy police right when it came to to media like no we're gonna we're gonna sit down and we're not gonna let a single one slide i've i've definitely calmed down a lot in that area um the imagery of lot. that
2: just cracks me up that's like you're showing yeah. up at different movie theaters all right everyone out we're breaking all the uh the therapy rules and over here we got dual relationships you're all going to be cited for dual relationships blah blah blah
0: yeah, especially with the, with the geek therapy stuff. Um, there are times where people are like, Oh, did you see this? I'm like, I don't listen. You don't, my opinion, like, you don't, it doesn't matter. Like, it just, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> there are different opinions. I'm not, I'm not the, I'm not the geek therapy police. I'm not the therapy police. Don't worry about it. Uh, so I don't know. So like, I think, uh, probably in the last, especially this year, I've been way more relaxed about it. Like, uh, usually I would make a library entry, a, a GT library entry about anything that I saw. And lately I'm like, meh. It's okay. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just enjoy it um, for for what it is. Like uh, if I would have watched American Horror Story: uh, Murder House uh, a year ago, <laughs> I would have I would have made an entry for every single episode, <laughs> just based on the on the therapist in that show. Yep. Instead, I just saw it this time and I was like, oh that, yeah, that, he's a horrible therapist. I love he's this a show. A
1: real Keep going. bad therapist.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, probably well, the
0: worst one I've seen and, so
2: far. <laughs> we should. I don't know. I I think this is part of the discussion too, is we have to remember that the point of a lot of these shows is to entertain. And often what is um, entertaining is conflict. And um, good therapy sometimes has conflict conflict. I think REBT, as you were describing a little bit earlier, um, it can be entertaining to watch. There's a very famous uh, video that a lot of therapists watch. It's called uh, the Gloria video, where you see this one person going in um, into a session with three different therapists back, kind of back to back and um, watching the REBT session, I think is one of the more entertaining ones to watch. So sometimes it can be entertaining, but a lot of therapy sessions are very compassionate, empathetic to people working together on a thing. And,
0: so is r e b t just to be clear, do you want to make sure that oh no, no, clear. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: no, I know, absolutely <laughs> absolutely i I think the reason I bring up r e b t um is because it it does have a way of uh a a lot of emotion, and I, oh yeah, and I think emotion in itself um seeing people experiencing a lot of emotion can be really um. Interesting and entertaining, and uh v- videos that tend to go viral on YouTube. There's research on this; they they tend to elicit strong emotions. But I think a lot of therapy sessions might not do that. And so, if you took, if you so I treat mostly anxiety. If you took most of, um, or if you take one of my cases, and if you were to make like a TV show based on it, like of the let's say 18 sessions that I have with someone, maybe three and would be like potential for interesting stories in the in in and of themselves and then of those three maybe like five minutes would be like really really compelling stuff that people would want to like develop into a larger story you know um oh man i disagree so much with that <laughs> yeah well go for it give, yeah. me, give me your
0: no no i mean i mean to me just like people are fascinating and i think Man, no, I think I think that like a 24 hour channel of like just therapy would be riveting.
1: <laughs> I yeah, I I wish that there was more media representation of, of like different types of therapy just because like, as you guys mentioned earlier, all that stuff is confidential. So people don't really know what it's supposed to be like. and I So their ideas that, yeah. are totally yeah. informed by the media they consume. And oh. and if the expectation is like, well, you know, look at my watch. At some point, I'm gonna have to bone my therapist, I guess, because that's <laughs> what the TV tells me. It's like, is yeah, I would, I would rather have maybe some more like boring examples, but <laughs> like give people real ideas about what to expect well, in therapy. So I, I agree and-
2: with both of you, actually. Um, I, I I think you you do need to dramatize. Therapy a little bit to make it more interesting and compelling.
0: Well, I'm saying you don't.
2: <laughs> I know, I know, and so I I I, I disagree with with uh, with that a little bit. Um, but what I what I definitely agree on is. We do need way more um diversity in how therapy is represented. And it seems like in the last few years, we're getting much more many more representations of it. But what would I know? I don't watch this stuff. Um, <laughs> but I up until a lot of the um more reality based TV shows on um on behavioral therapy came out, um, I didn't think I was very much represented in the world of TV when it comes to therapy. Most of what you saw were more classic uh, Freudian um, depictions of what what therapy looks like: the couch, lying down, and analysts kind of just like listening to it, like stuff that doesn't even represent what what that type of therapy is like now. You know, so I, I definitely think we need more diversity in the types of therapy that are shown
1: and therapists and therapists. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: This is a good um, point to, to kind of end the media matters on, which is even now that you see more therapists that you relate to Ali, right. Which are more similar to what you do. um, What Lara does is completely different, right. From you, from what you do. And yep. most of my clinical experience was somewhere in between, and actually a mix of like everywhere from like going to people's homes to working in schools to having a, a private office to you know going to group homes and like uh, Lara does mostly group homes. But I think that one thing that has been pretty well shown over the years is the idea of the social worker, this person who works for the the city or the state and is coming by and is either checking up or some kind of help. Like one frustrating thing for me in my private practice was always all the people that needed social work interventions but didn't get them, and now they're there with me. Like there's so many things that could have happened before they ever got to me, or, or things that could even at that moment be more helpful for them than, than coming to me. So I think that the mental health system in general is, there's a lot that's shown on TV that I think is, is good. Maybe we don't um, like go into as much detail, Like uh, when we were talking about like a a full channel of uh, therapy, I was thinking you were seeing the movie Frost Nixon.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: right. It's a it's an entire movie about an interview (laughs) (laughs) between a reporter and Richard Nixon. And it is incredible, right? There are moments where, like, you see a question answered, and then you just see the other person's face, like how, how it's changing and reacting. Like, the movie is so good. <laughs> the movie is so good. But I think there's there's so much more to be shown, maybe beyond just the "come see me in my office and, and let's do therapy" because there's there's a lot more. Yeah, and and that
2: that's not what um what a lot of therapy looks like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I I agree. I agree.
0: And I hope this was kind of helpful. This is just, um, again, sparked by, by the the episode of Atypical. This is just the kind of stuff that we know. So we, we talked a lot about it and we, we talk a lot more about it. I know that Ali, you're doing um, a lot of that now, which you can uh, plug in a second. But if you have any questions for us about any of this stuff, there's a whole lot more that we can we can share. And I was I was glad to see that you were as open about this stuff as I am. We'll call out people. We'll we'll say what we think is bullshit without hesitation. <laughs> it's not a problem. <laughs> if you have any questions, you can just ask us on Twitter, on Facebook, by email at hello at geektherapy.com or our favorite place, the Question queue. Question queue. Just go to geektherapy.com slash qq. Ask a question there. Very helpful. We have a couple. I, I think. I think we're going to end up doing a qq episode only.
2: Whoa. There are a few that
0: are that are stacking up. There's one that I haven't answered for months. Ugh, so I'm hungry.
2: Yeah. I am. I'm hungry for some question queue. Really? Yeah. I want you to <laughs> queue it up. Um, especially
0: ask questions of Lauren, please. Why? Because I don't know. <laughs> i want to hear you answer questions
1: oh okay yeah ask me questions
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> if
1: i'm not qualified to answer i'll make something up <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, and before we go to to plugs and stuff um uh, just a quick geek therapy segment which we like to end every week with uh kind of what happened in the la- last week that either made us feel really good or helped us get through a rough patch so lauren do you have anything for geek therapy this week
1: I do. I have um, two things. One, I I wasn't here last week because I was at a friend's wedding. And um, they played Love Like You by Rebecca Sugar as their first dance song. And I cried like a big baby. (laughs) And then uh, the other geek therapy is because I didn't get to record with you guys. Listening to the episode was really good. I missed you guys. Oh.
0: Geek Therapy Radio was your geek therapy?
1: Yeah, I know, yeah. right? Very it's very meta.
2: Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Ali? Huh. Well, um... My wife and I were looking to watch stuff, and um, we couldn't figure out anything. So we're um, looking at the TiVo, and we realized we never finished last season of uh, Modern Family. So uh, we watched uh, the season finale for the last season, and it was um, an episode where they... um, uh two of the characters go to HeroCon they basically go to San Diego Comic-Con but um it it seems like they didn't have a big budget to depict it so it's like a very it's supposed to be San Diego Comic-Con but it's very small and um it brings up a lot of cool stuff it brings up like cosplay and um I think Mitch uh Mitch goes to this uh um with the um oh what's the other dude's name the other dad um Cam Cameron? No. no, not Cameron. Mitch goes with Cameron. Doesn't know that Mitch oh. is into all the stuff because Mitch has been like hiding it, because um, he he doesn't feel confident about about um, sharing this stuff. So he goes with the dude who's the Ty real Earl. estate. Yeah. Beryl, but yeah, I don't know his I forgot yeah, his, his name? I mean, that is his real name. I forgot his character's yeah, name. <laughs> his name. I can't remember his character's name. Anyway, they go together and there's some cosplay there. They talk about spoilers. They talk about community. Um and I really like that. I, I thought um it was both fun and it kind of validated uh a bit about the experience of going to Comic Con. So um we both enjoyed that a lot watching that episode. Cool. Cool
0: cool. Um, for me, definitely this week. I don't know if if um, either of you know this, but I really like
2: podcasts.
1: <laughs> what I've Heard that about you?
2: Just, but just like listening to them, not like creating a podcast. No, so
0: right. no, I like making them too. Like making like making multiple podcasts. Wait,
2: what? And
0: yeah, yeah. And this <laughs> is one of those weeks where a conversation with a friend turned into a podcast. And yeah. And man, those are good weeks. That is that is a really good feeling. <laughs> So tomorrow morning, I'm waking up to record two episodes of a brand new podcast.
2: Brand new uh, podcast.
0: On a topic that I love, uh, related to something I've, I've never seen and I'm, I'm very excited. Whoa. Yeah. 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 There's something, there's something about. Because basically I've committed to spending more time with a friend and doing something creative. And those are two of my favorite things in the yeah, world to totally, do. Yeah, totally, totally. So I, 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 am, I am so looking forward to it. <laughs> I am so looking forward to it.
2: There's something magical about creating something.
0: Yeah. And obviously I'm not saying more because it, it, it may actually not happen or come through <laughs> or no one will, it may ever actually listen to it. But if they do, then, you know, I, w- I would like to save the surprise for later. All right. So this has been... GT Radio. Uh, Let's take a moment to plug anything that we've been working on. Lauren, you got? Have you been working on anything that you can plug, or is it all top secret?
1: I've been working on a top secret thing that (laughs) I'll maybe reveal soon.
2: Yep, maybe. Exactly. We gotta. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) You both are so mysterious. Yep. 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 Ali, what have you been working on? I'm with? also working on a top. No, um, I'm working. I just did a very public thing. Um, I did an AMA yesterday um, at the Another top, one? Yeah, I did. Um, I did a Ask Me Anything about being a therapist. And so it's all saved on my Instagram um, account. So if you go to my Instagram account, I've saved that whole day of uh, Instagram stories uh, from that Ask Me Anything. I got some awesome questions. Uh, Really, really great questions. So you can go check that out. I also discovered that if you post more Then a hundred stories in a 24 hour period, Instagram starts deleting your earlier stories. I learned that the hard way. It doesn't tell you it's going to do that, but it just does that. So I also learned that lesson. So if you go to Instagram, um, I am at Ali Matu, A-L-I-M-A-T-T-U, you can check out that, that AMA. Awesome. And
0: then, uh. Laura's not here, but if she was here, she would plug the extra life marathon on November 3rd, which is a 24 hour gaming marathon raising money for kids for children's network hospitals. And she is the captain of our team. It's called rare candy. It's the official Woo. GT team. So you can either, you can join the team and fundraise with us for the kids, or you can donate to one of our people. As we said last week, uh, L- Laura and I are both on the team. So, you know, if you like one of us more than the other, give to that person. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, one more reminder, please review us on iTunes if you haven't. Just You don't even have to say anything. Just just click the stars. Yep. Five stars if you really like us. Four stars if you sort of like us. It's fine. Any less than three that, don't worry about it. It's cool. No, 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 no. no three is it's cool. cool it doesn't matter. <laughs> don't waste your time. It's okay. There's 15 shows right on there right now. Please. Just like... Five-star them all. Or four-star Four stars. I'll, I'll take four stars. We appreciate it. Uh, please do that. You can find more about Geek Therapy and all of our shows at geektherapy.com. or are at Geek Therapy on Twitter. I'm at Josue Cardona. Ali is at Ali Matu. Lauren is at Chicken Dinosaur. And Lara, not here, but she is at Geek Therapist. Thank you for listening. Remember to geek out and do good. And we'll be back next week. You've just listened to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Podcast Network. For more about Geek Therapy and all of our podcasts, visit geektherapy.com. And for extra content, including our monthly book club and other perks, consider becoming a member of Geek Therapy on Patreon for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com geektherapy.